No, that's good. Keep listening to this podcast. Whatever you do out there, whoever you are in Mariner's land, keep listening to this podcast. You don't have to be loyal to a single podcast. Just keep this podcast in your rotation. You know, you can find me on Twitter at Prospect Insider. Baseball Things is the podcast, but keep listening to this podcast. Keep it in your rotation. Welcome to another episode of Mariner's Mojo, podcast brought to you by two lifelong baseball fans talking all things Seattle Mariners. It is just Chris tonight. And that is because we actually have a special guest. And I got to admit, this is the one I've been the most excited about. Uh, it's fun having guys like Churchill come on and uh, Schusterman to talk baseball. Those guys really know what they're doing, super knowledgeable. And some of the prospects we've had on, like Shenton and Stout, those guys were awesome to talk to. But this one, having the Mariners' most recent first-round pick coming on, it's Harry Ford. Yeah, we got him to come on, talk a little bit, just kind of his path, his journey, um, favorite movies, you know, his pregame routine. Um, it was a really fun interview, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Here's Harry Ford, the Mariners, first-round pick at number 12 in last year's draft. All right, so we are joined by Harry Ford, Mariners catcher, who's drafted in the first round this year. How's it going, man? It's going good. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Um, so one of the things I always like asking guys is kind of during high school, when was the first time you knew that like, Hey, I, I got a chance to do this at the next level. Um, I'd say the first time I really knew was, uh, probably my junior year after, after the summer, the summer circuit and doing all the showcases and everything. That's when I, I mean, I always believed in myself and I thought that I'd, that one day I'd be playing in the MLB or getting drafted or whatever, but that was when I, think I've realized that I'm really going to have a chance to do it. And was there like a certain moment at the showcase that kind of stood out like, Hey, I, I can do this. There was, there was a certain moment, actually. It was, um, I hit, I hit a home run and at East coast pro and like, I, I always imagined like doing, doing something like that and even getting to go to East coast pro. And I remember when I hit it and it went out, I was like, okay, like, you belong here that you got this and when you hit it was it like you knew it off the bat oh that's gone oh yeah it was like it was a straight line drive and it was it was cool because like like I knew the dude who was pitching and we were talking back and forth and like it just being competitive and everything but no it was that was that was a great moment for me was it somebody you'd faced before um yeah uh Irv Carter I don't, I don't know if you if you know who that is, but I've I've faced him multiple times. He, he also got drafted as well. Oh, nice. Uh, where did he end up going? He went to the Blue Jays. So that's why, like, when I hit it off at of him, I was like, "That's what that's that's what was really helpful for me because he I knew he was really good and everything. So, like, I thought I knew that I thought that would that would look pretty good for me. Do you think that confidence like carried over into the next year playing like school ball and stuff like that? uh yeah it did it it, it started to carry over and then uh, I kind of lost it for a little bit because I, I hit a little slump during high school and I was like man like I'm I'm playing against high school people I shouldn't be in a slump right now and so I, I kind of got on my own head but it definitely did help at the start so once you got out of the funk like when did you realize it wasn't just I can get drafted I can do this at the next level but like I'm, I'm gonna be an early draft pick I'm sorry. One more time. I didn't hear you. When did you realize not just only were you going to get drafted, but like you were going to be a top, top draft pick? 
Um, oof, tough to say, tough to say. I mean, um, maybe, man, I guess, like, probably start a high school season when the mock drafts and everything started coming up. Um, and I started seeing my name consistently in the first round. It, at, at the time, it was more the end of the first round, but that's, yeah, when the mock draft started coming out because I could actually see it for once. All right, so I think maybe part of the reason you jumped so high up in the draft had to do with, like, how athletic you are and some of the reports about that and kind of seeing stories that you could play other places than catcher. Did you play anywhere else besides catcher in school? In the, in school, I didn't really get the chance to. I, I mainly just caught because, like, I mean, I was the only catcher and we didn't, we didn't, we didn't really have anyone else. But – when it was travel ball, like if it was a day, if it was a day where we had multiple games or something every now and then they, they'd let me go play outfield or something. Were you playing like corners or are you out in center? I, I was wherever they needed me. <laughs> if our center field, <laughs> if center fielder wasn't there, they put me in center. But I mean, I was just mainly overall average was, was right for the most part. Did you play other sports besides baseball in high school, or did you just kind of focus on that? Yeah, I played basketball for two years. was not the best. <laughs> you do it just kind of keeping cardio shape? or? Yeah, definitely was keeping cardio. I mean, it honestly, I, after my first year, like I, I always wanted to play basketball, but it wasn't until high school when I realized I, was, I wasn't that great. And so I just I kept playing for for the running because I, my sixty went from like a, a seven three to a, a six seven I think in a year and I was like man I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing <laughs> just get faster from it. I was gonna ask you about that. Do you think other than the sixty time? Do you think playing basketball helped you stay more well rounded with baseball? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean it was it was nice having having a little time to focus on something else and not be so in like all into baseball and I mean like I mean we don't really run in, in baseball either so have it it was like basically just a an off season of conditioning for me no I was happy with it nice yeah. so you mentioned uh I think Irv Carter earlier the fifth rounder for Toronto was, is he like the toughest guy you've faced so far is there somebody else that really stands out as like man when I go up to the plate against this guy like I know it's gonna be a rough go yeah, Irv, Irv is definitely up there. Um, but in terms of the toughest, uh, honestly, I, I faced Chase Byrne at, at, a, at a PG All-American game. And that was in the – I bet I had it was one of, one of those where I just like – I felt like I had no chance against him. <laughs> like he, he made me look kind of silly. Was it a thing like you just couldn't pick a stuff up or you just had your number that time? Yeah, I couldn't pick it up. I mean, he was throwing 100 with, with a with a curve. I didn't realize he had a good curveball either, but he was he was just dealing, and it was he, – he beat me. Did he surprise you with the curve? Like, did he catch you with it? Yeah, because, I mean, he's, he's one of the – he's one of those dudes like him and Chase Petty were just known for throwing – like really hard, just like hundred mile an hour fastball, but I didn't know he had a curve, <laughs> and it's it's a it's a very nice one too. 
So when he threw it, I just swung over the top of it, and I was like, "Oh God!" Because when you once you get to O two against someone like that, you don't even, you have no idea what's coming. Is you're all in your head and everything. So he just, he beat me. Yeah. And I'm I'm guessing like getting beat like that really hasn't happened that often. Um. I mean, it, not 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 really. I mean, uh, now being professional, it tends to happen a lot more often than than it did. But I mean, I, I think it just you just got to take the bad with the good, you know. And it's just part of the game. And I wasn't trying to make you toot your own own horn or anything there, but it's just kind of <laughs> curious about it. Yeah, I know, of course. So once it got to June, with the draft approaching. Were there any close calls on going to other teams? Um, no, I, I wasn't really uh, too too involved with the teams. It was mainly my agents who they kind of made all the decisions for me. Like I I figured out I I they did they didn't call me before before uh, they picked me or anything. And I think I just told my told my agents the. I trusted them to make make the decision for me, and I just I just let it happen, and they 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 got me where I'm at, and I'm thankful for it. So were you like watching the draft when it was going on, or were you just out doing something else? Yeah, of course. I had a, I had a draft party. Yeah, and it was it was one of the greatest experiences in my life. I mean, it was it was so much fun that moment hearing my name on TV. It was, it was nothing could nothing. Few things are better than that for me. <laughs> that actually sounds like a pretty cool way to do it. So you just like you didn't know the Mariners were going to take you, and then you heard your name get called. No, I didn't. Actually, how I figured out was the Mariners. Uh, our TV was backed up a little bit, maybe like thirty seconds or something, and the Mariners minor league team followed me on Twitter, and <laughs> that's how I knew. And every everyone saw it on my phone, and we and so that they like started recording the TV. And everything before, but yeah, that's how I found out. No call, no nothing, just following on Twitter. (laughs) That's such a cool way to have it happen. It was pretty cool, yeah. (laughs) So, with the Mariners and their minors, like how soon after being drafted were you down there with them practicing and playing? Um, it it only took a couple. It took a. I'm sorry. Only took a couple of weeks, and I was I was down there. It did take a, a a minute for me to start playing in games, because it had been such a long uh, a long time before uh, since high school had finished a few months, and they just didn't want to rush me into anything quick. So it just took a took about a month before I started playing games, and then I was on my way after that. And was it hard getting acclimated from high school to? like the minors and playing ball with them or had some of those showcases and stuff kind of prepped you a little bit for it? Yeah, I, I definitely say the the showcases and all, and all that, they prepped me for it. Cause I mean, like it, it was, it was a big, a big transition from high school to pro, but I mean, we're after like seeing it a couple of times, it was just like, it was just like the second nature, you know? I mean, no matter, I feel like no matter how much time, some like I take away or some of us take away from from the game or going to a, a lower level at like like high school it just you know a few a few days and you're right back into it right back into the swing of things because you ended up playing what 15 20 games down there yeah yeah something like that around that it felt like it felt like 
like a year, but it was it was only like twenty games. You think you were kind of getting the hang of it and getting a good feel for it by the end of the season? Yeah, for sure. I, my my first week was was kind of crappy. I mean, I I didn't get my first hit for four games, but uh, after that, I mean, I I felt like I felt the best I ever felt, and that was I loved it. Yeah, I was raking. And have they told you like where you're gonna start in 2022, or has it been kind of quiet since? No, they haven't. They don't really let us in on any of that. All, I think all that's decided at spring training. So just we'll see in the next few months where I'm where I'm gonna get to go to. And I can see how it'd be kind of quiet or odd with the labor stoppage. Has that stopped you from talking to like anybody in the minors, or is that not really affect you guys? No, it it doesn't affect uh, us in the minors too bad. It's just mainly just the people on the forty man. I'm pretty sure, but. I mean, since since I'm not really involved with that, I just kind of – I don't really pay attention to the stuff that happens with the, all the players' alliance and all that. Gotcha. So yeah. what are you doing in the offseason to, like, stay in shape or keep your game fresh? You got, like, workout plans or any developmental league stuff going on? Yeah, I'm actually – I'm down in Miami right now training uh, every, every day, just working out. I just started hitting again and, and throwing and just getting back into – you know, regular practice and because soon we're going to be going out to spring training and and like less than a month now. So just starting to get everything started up again. So is that like a team facility down there in Miami or is it just somewhere you're going? Um, It's it's uh, it's it's for my it's with my agents. They kind of have like their own their own training thing that they bring all their clients to. And so I work out with them down here and yeah, a lot of a lot of other uh, other pro guys, they that train with them down here. Gotcha. Um, so one of the things, other things I've been hearing about you is like, some earlier, and like uh-huh. the the Craig Vigio comp of like he plays catcher, but he can move around. Mm-hmm. Have you have you thought about playing anywhere else besides catcher? Has there been any talks about that at all? Yeah, um, I haven't. Not with the Mariners. They they've mainly been focusing on developing developing me as a catcher so far. But I'm always open to anything. I mean, my heart is catching. But if I've got to go play another position to help the team win, I'm I'm all for it. You know. I think that's one of the things that like fans should be really excited about with you is some guys you hear them come out and they're kind of stuck in their ways or they want to do their thing but mm-hmm. you really do seem like a team first team needs type guy for sure yeah anything anything to get a championship you know <laughs> need one so i want to ask you a couple little silly type questions before i let you go if that's all right oh no problem let's hear them. all right so like you went 12th you got a nice little signing bonus you buy anything big or silly yet I have not. I've been I've been keeping very good very good track of my money so far. <laughs> it, it's it's been weird. It's been weird. Uh, like this is my first time having my own money, so it's been weird. But uh, I'm trying to save it all, you know. <laughs> so was there something that tempted you? Like walking around, you saw it in the store. You're like, man, I could buy that right now, but I I should wait. You know, it, it definitely definitely. I mean, we. We being out in Arizona, we went out to Scottsdale sometimes, and the mall in Scottsdale. I mean, it's got like all the Louis, the Gucci, the Dior, and all that. And there was definitely a few times where I saw some backpacks, and I'm like, you know what? I mean, I could pay for it, you know, I could, but 
decided to hold off for a little bit. <laughs> that's that's good to hear that you got a good head on your shoulders, though. But yeah, I'm I mean, trying my best. If Thank I don't you. see on if I don't see on Twitter that you bought something fun this year, though, I'm, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. There you will. I'll, 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 whenever I, whenever I buy it, I'll, I'll tag you in it. <laughs> nice. So I know some guys don't like to share them. Some guys do. Do you got any like funky or odd superstitions when you're playing baseball or for getting ready for the game? Mm, funky or odd superstitions. Oh, honestly, I'm not really a superstitious guy. No, I kind of think everything just happens for a reason and. Whatever goes, whatever goes, goes, you know. I do eat the same thing, though, before. Oh, yeah? You got, like, the, the pregame meal you got to have? Yeah, I got my little pregame, pregame meal. It's a, it's a little Gatorade protein bar and sandwich and a little bottle of C4. I always drink some pre-workout before I, before I play. <laughs> have you had, a, like, a game or something where you missed it and you felt off, or have you never missed the pregame meal? Um... You know, I don't anymore now, but definitely in during summer ball, there was a bunch of times where like mid game or something I would realize and it would just completely set everything off. Because, you know, once once it's in your head that you that you that you forgot it and everything and everything's out of sync and you think that you're doing bad because of this and that you can't help it and all that. But I've been pretty good with it since since being out there, since it's kind of all we do. <laughs> so you said you don't do it anymore, though? No, no, I I do do it. I I still have the same the same thing oh, every gotcha. time. I just I just I don't miss it anymore. Gotcha. I'm always 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 got it with me. I was gonna say now that you got that signing bonus, you could buy like a closet full of C four. Oh yeah, closet a house full of C four. <laughs> was sponsored by them. Oh, there you go. Yeah, just mention yeah. it all the time. Be like, yeah, C four. I love it. I use it all that'd the time. That'd be that'd be great for me. I would, I would love it. Yeah. You just gotta start low key tagging them on Twitter whenever you post stuff. See if you can no, I might just have to. <laughs> <laughs> C4, I, I go through a lot of C4, man. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so last one for you. Are you right. a base? Are you a baseball movie guy? Baseball movie? Yeah. I love all movies, especially baseball movies, of course. So you got like a, a favorite baseball movie and a favorite non-baseball movie you want to share? Okay. Favorite baseball movie gotta be gotta be gotta be bench warmers oh my god bench warmers. i've seen that so many times yeah that's hilarious that's my movie and non non-baseball movie interstellar as always and forever will be my favorite movie i did not expect interstellar interstellar have you seen it oh yeah i've, I've seen it oh my god I've, i i think it's like the most beautiful thing ever like i can recite that whole movie word for word really <laughs> yeah yeah Learn all kinds of stuff about you. Not superstitious. You love Interstellar. I love Interstellar. And I love Leonardo DiCaprio. That's my boy, too. Well, that's understandable. Who doesn't oh, love yeah. him? Yeah, who doesn't love him? <laughs> the Benchwarmers yeah. one, though. That movie came out when you were, like, two years old. Yeah, I might not have seen it when it first came out, but I got around <laughs> to it eventually. <laughs> I like those choices, though. Kind of caught me off guard with them a little bit. I did? <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, and hopefully you can uh, get sponsored by C4. Oh, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Have, uh, you too, man.
We hope that you enjoyed that interview with Harry Ford. It was a lot of fun talking to him. Um, just getting the chance to talk to somebody that was drafted that early, um, that young, that new to the Mariners system was really exciting. Um, really looking forward to seeing what he does with the Mariners in the years to come. I know it's probably going to be a while before we see him in the majors, but that's to be expected when you have a high school catcher taken. Um, it's going to be a few years, and that's totally okay because it's just another great piece for the Mariners and something and someone that fans should be really excited about. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed all these interviews we've been doing, whether it's with prospects or with special guests. Um, it's been a lot of fun, and it helps to fill the time during the offseason. Um, we'll try and get some more coming your guys' way. It's always fun to talk to these guys, and we should have something coming up soon so we can learn about the international draft class that the Mariners just had. There's some super exciting guys in there, um, and like Ford, they're real young. Um, a lot of the international guys are only 17, so we'll learn a little bit more about them later on in the week. But for now, Mariners Mojo, the heartbeat of baseball.